What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the program. In this episode, we're going to pick up where we left off talking about the Sinaloa cartel and how the DOJ infiltrated the Sinaloa cartel in hopes to bring it down. This article was published by El Pias. And the author of this article is Elias Kamhaji. Before Vincentio Zambada, Pedro, and Margarito Flores were top collaborators, twin brothers who took their experience working at a McDonald's to expand the presence of the Sinaloa cartel in the United States. They began betraying their partners in October of 2008, also through the Illinois court. The Flores brothers recorded around 70 telephone conversations with members of the cartel, including one between El Chapo and his son, Alfredo Guzman Alfredillo, coordinating the delivery of a shipment of 20 kilos of cocaine to Chicago in the recording. They discussed the logistics for the shipment and the payment for the merchandise. There are almost a dozen recordings by the Flores brothers dating from the end of 2008. Many times, these were done by placing a hidden microphone in the waistband of their pants. Yesterday's deal went very well, Pedro Flores tells Alfredo Guzman in one of the calls regarding a shipment of 20 kilos of cocaine. I was telling your old man, El Chapo, to see if there is an opportunity for them to send another five. I don't know if you have them. I'm going to deposit the check for the 20 kilos tomorrow. See if you have another five and let me know. The twin is heard saying, so these guys were working with the Sinaloa cartel as basically a contact here in America where they were point men to help get the shipments here and then distribute the shipments once they arrived. Well, they broke bad. They decided that they were going to snitch on the Sinaloa cartel and on El Chapo when they got nailed. And let me tell you, that takes some big old huevos because for the rest of their lives now, them and their families, well, they can't rest safely. They're going to be on a hit list from the cartels, and at some point, my guess is the cartels are going to be looking for retribution. Call descriptions are straight to the point. Afrodio asks why the heroin hasn't been picked up. Pedro asks Afrodio for a clean phone number to contact El Chapo. Pedro tells Alfredio that he has just spoken with El Chapo and has already arranged the payment. The cooperation of the Flores brothers resulted in almost 20 drug busts, dozens of arrests in Mexico and the United States, as well as the extradition of several drug lords, including Vincentio Zambada. The brothers were sentenced 
to 14 years in 2015 by Judge Castillo. The Twins would later return to testify against El Chapo in Brooklyn. So you know that now that they're in prison, they're being kept in the most protective custody that the federal government has available. Because I have zero doubt that these dudes are on the list. In 2014, Jesus Raul Beltran, the brother-in-law of Alfredo Guzman, and one of the defendants in the Illinois case was captured while he slept at his home in Culiacan, the capital of Sinaloa. In 2017, his lawyers filed a motion claiming that their client was the victim of torture at the hands of the Mexican Navy with the consent of U.S. agents. The Marine unit allegedly entered while brandishing heavy weapons. They isolated him from his wife and daughter, handcuffed him, and began beating him and suffocating him with a plastic bag in his kitchen, according to Beltran's testimony. I wonder how many people Beltran did that to throughout his life. How many times did he and his boys kick in the door of somebody's house, go in there with prejudice, and absolutely just smoke everybody around? Women, children, didn't matter. I'm guessing a whole bunch of times. So whenever I hear one of these drug lords talk about how they got tuned up by the cops or how they were getting tortured, it really honestly makes me laugh. In his affidavit, Beltran said the group threatened, Now, you son of a bitch, are you going to cooperate or do you think that your daughter can withstand the plastic bag? He said that the men also threatened to gang rape his wife and kill his family. We are going to kill your mother with a shot to the head or maybe we'll just hang her from a bridge, they told him, according to the affidavit. Well, that is how the cartel operates, right? That's what they do. They'll come in, they'll shoot your family, they'll hang you from a bridge. And my question is, how many of these police officers or military members who aren't corrupt have family members or loved ones who have been caught up in this drug violence and killed by the cartels? You think those folks are ready to sit down and negotiate with cartel members once they're captured? My captors commanded that I was going to tell them where Ivan Arcavaldo and Alfredo Guzman Salazar lived, and I was going to take them there, or they would immediately massacre my family. The statement continued. Beltran, however, maintained that he did not know where El Chapo's children were. Beltran also claimed that after being transferred and humiliated in a military camp, some officials offered him political asylum in exchange for revealing the whereabouts of the Guzman brothers. That certainly tracks. That's something that the government would do, especially if it led to the arrest of the Guzman sons, and that's what they're looking for. So if that means getting into bed with Beltran here, that's what the government is willing to do. But at the same time, they're also willing to beat the ever-living shit out of them. And just like the narcos, a lot of these military members and police officers, they're telling these dudes, look, you better take the bribe, meaning you better come and give information to the government or you're going to get the lead. He told them that they were friends from elementary school, but that since then he hadn't heard from them. Later, Beltran commented that he met with the brothers in restaurants and nightclubs, meaning he didn't know where they lived. Later, they asked him what cars they drove and where they ate. Alfredio Guzman's brother-in-law claimed that, in addition to being suffocated, he was electrocuted, tortured with heavy metal music, doused in ice water, and forced to confess in front of DEA agents. Well, at least they didn't put you into a burning tire or cut your head off or chop you up and throw you in some acid, so you're ahead of the game there at least. With the 
This recitation included admissions that I, Ivan Arcavaldo Guzman Salazar, and Alfredo Guzman flew from Culiacan to Chiapas to buy cocaine. I further admitted that each man was tasked with a particular job. I loaded the cocaine into the plane. Alfredo stacked the cocaine inside the plane, and Ivan piloted the plane, Beltran said in his affidavit. Beltran's complaints were ultimately dismissed. In September 2019, he was sentenced to 28 years in prison for trafficking marijuana, cocaine, methamphetamine, and heroin. After refusing to cooperate with the authorities and maintaining that he was tortured during his detention. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Chicago court didn't stop its pace even after the fall of El Chapo and the retirement of Judge Castillo that same year. In December 2021, Guadalupe Fernandez Valencia, known as La Patrona, who was the most powerful woman within the Sinaloa cartel, was sentenced to 10 years in prison. This was a reduced penalty. The 60-year-old woman signed an agreement with the authorities to collaborate, and in January of this year, Felipe Cabrera Sarabia, the king of heroin, pleaded guilty to drug trafficking. He faces a sentence of 10 years to life in prison. The Illinois indictment, the same one in which 22 people were charged from El Chapo, to the king of heroin, includes eight criminal charges against Joaquin, Ivan Arcavaldo, and Alfredo Guzman. It also mentions Ovidio Guzman, captured in Culiacan this past January and currently in the process of extradition from Mexico to the United States, who is charged separately. There are four charges for drug trafficking, two for organized crime, one for money laundering, and another for carrying illegal weapons. The penalties range from 10 years in prison to life imprisonment. The fines from $500,000 to $10 million. Even $10 million is a drop in the bucket to these dudes. They blow $10 million like we blow 20 bucks. The Los Chapitos allegedly assume their father's former role as leaders of the Sinaloa cartel, reads the DOJ document, which accuses El Chapo's sons of coordinating the criminal group's operations, amassing the profits, and laundering them. The heirs are said to have accelerated the trafficking of drugs and chemicals needed to manufacture fentanyl, trafficking it via planes, submarines, boats, shipping containers, tractors, buses, cars, trains, and tunnels to cross the U.S.-Mexico border. The network involves 10 countries in the Americas, the United States, Mexico, Guatemala, Honduras, Costa Rica, Panama, Colombia, Venezuela, Ecuador, and Peru. 
The charges stem from a decades-long multi-district investigation. The statement reads, The U.S. government is currently offering a reward of $10 million for the capture of Alfredo and Ivan Arcavaldo Guzman Salazar and a $5 million reward for Joaquin Guzman Lopez. So it would seem here that the DOJ and the DEA is very, very serious about going after the Sinaloa cartel. But the big problem that they're going to run into, like they always run into, is that the Sinaloa cartel is not only powerful as far as in the streets, they have a lot of political pull as well. And they have a lot of people eating out of their hand. So until that kind of corruption is rooted out, I don't see how anyone can truly believe that the Sinaloa cartel is going anywhere. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this one. All of the information that goes with this episode can be found in the description box. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.